0: Hello, hello! My name is Jordan and I am your host. And today, as you can see, or you don't see if you listen to this uh, audibly, as you can see, we have a guest today. Her name is Aubrey Nicole, and we are super, super excited to talk about today's topic we'll be diving a little bit into love and heartbreak but before all of that just to give a short brief introduction Aubrey is our guest today she is a podcast host as well our first ever podcast host which is really really cool Um, and she is the host of Life Talks with Aubrey Nicole and you guys should definitely 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 check it out because it's so cute and she talks about a lot of just like really important topics such like we do on this podcast too so yeah she has also a business owner which is really really cool so yeah if you want to introduce yourself a little bit more you can go ahead and do so
1: sure thank you Jordan so my name is Aubrey Nicole I'm the podcast host of Life Talks with Aubrey Nicole podcast so the podcast um, circulates more about like life life last and maybe it be career, academics, you know, self-development, relationships and friendships and the like. So every week I talk to different people from different walks of life, different places, sharing their stories and also like what can we gather from those stories and learn life. Aside from that, I'm very passionate about intellectual property and research as well as innovation. So that's what keeps me busy. And I'm also a co-owner of Infinite Bliss Souvenir and Gift Shop. So yeah, that's pretty much some of like the things that I'm doing. And I'm so excited to discuss this very relevant and significant topic.
0: Absolutely. And if you guys check out her podcast, we also filmed an episode on her podcast. So yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> it was absolutely gr- great episode about self improvement and just self growth in general. So yeah, I was definitely excited to come on your podcast. And now we're here. <laughs> so that yeah, was awesome. Um, so just to give a brief introduction of the episode, as you guys know, as I like to do. Um, <laughs> so today's episode, we're going to be focusing a lot on love and also the heartbreak, which I feel like is often not talked about. So I love that we're getting a little bit into that um, within this episode. So we're first going to be talking about just the different types of love you encounter, like the certain characteristics, how you feel, maybe even time frames, like your age at those points in time. We'll also just be diving into how to cope with heartbreak because a lot of people don't talk about it, as I said, and a lot of people don't really know how to cope with it when it comes to actually feeling it because I know I've been through my fair share of heartbreaks and it's an awful experience so um, I would love to share our knowledge on it um, and lastly we'll be talking a little bit about prioritizing yourself after heartbreak because when we were playing this episode I kind of just thought like hmm. I mean while you're going through heartbreak you can blame yourself a lot and that's a very horrible feeling or very horrible thoughts to have so I really wanted to talk about prioritizing yourself and of course Aubrey will share her fair share on that as well so yeah that's what this episode is going to be all about and before we get started with that all of my old listeners know we do have a pre-topic segment called rose thorn bud but if you are a new new listener a rose thorn bud is basically when you're talking about your rose which is a highlight success small win or something that happened today or within the last week a thorn is a challenge you experienced or something you could use more support with and lastly a bud is some new ideas that have blossomed or something that you're looking forward to knowing more about or experiencing so yeah with that being said, Aubrey, if you want to go ahead and sh- tell us your rose-thorn bud, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, this is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> kind of interesting. So for me, rose something, I think it's like one of the um, very, the highlight of our week is that we launched an expanded our business. And... Um, unfortunately it's becoming because we serve party supplies and souvenirs to to the whole u.s so now it's booming and i think like having your mindset the growth of like expanding your business catering to more people that's like little wins step by step helping more people that's like my rose my turn is i think because like as um as I, I've talked to you before, like, I'm currently, like, 29 weeks pregnant, so I need, like, support of like, advices about, like, you know, motherhood, about, like, navigating around those new phase of our life, of my life, but the bud is, um, new ideas and experiences probably it's about you know parenthood looking forward about like having the baby learning things because like what we've mentioned it's like our lives a series of like learning experiences so that's mm-hmm. something i think that's my rose toward bud
0: awesome 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 um i think that just hearing about like journey towards motherhood is just like really inspiring like i feel like this is going to be a new chapter in your life and it's going to be absolutely great even though you know everything comes with ups and downs but i'm super happy for you (laughs) yeah so um just to talk a little bit about my rose thorn bud um a highlight of this week has to be just being able to be not bedridden. Um, As Aubrey knows um, I have been having a lot of medical issues in regards to like my hip area slash pelvic area and it's just been no bueno and so I really am just glad to be up and moving and feeling less pain. Um, A thorn is I still don't know why I'm having these pains. Like I was prescribed medication for it but it's still happening like it's still there's a lot of pain still after taking the medication so still trying to get down to the cause of it just so i can take better care of myself and lastly a bud would probably be hmm valentine's day tomorrow (laughs) because uh, we were just talking about it before but um i'm super excited for valentine's day like we are both like cheesy romantics <laughs> she's like I'm just super excited and of course yeah for sure and in the um in the spirit of valentine's day we will do love and heartbreak um which by the time this episode is out it's, it'll be past valentine's day but you know just be happy for us that valentine's day is tomorrow day. right exactly <laughs> so yeah um let's just get right into this episode like the core topics of this episode as i said we'll be talking a little bit about just the different types of love we can encounter throughout our life so first we want to talk a little bit about puppy love slash first love whatever you want to call it so how or have you ever experienced that sort of puppy love in your lifetime
1: yeah i do (laughs) these are like the moments where you like go back to your memory lane and you're kind of like in are like pre teens your teen stage then you know? mm-hmm. I think those moments it's it's more of like leaning towards like an infatuation. But because it's cool and innocent love. It's because like you haven't felt that before. You kinda have to like assume right away that oh my God it's like love that I'm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and then like it's it's um going back. I remember it's like oh it's um you always wanted to be like your best going there. Like you want to see that person. You kind you count signs. You look yeah. at like magazines like ten signs to know if that person <laughs> likes you or like is that like a stare or a high means something. <laughs> yeah. Like I I can remember those things. So yeah, those are like my experience. But. This um, popular love and first love, it's 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 kind of like a different feel because it's the first time. Mm-hmm. You kind of like look forward. You get to be like sometimes conscious about like your actions, mm-hmm. but then there are also times that you just like passing by the corridor, you see that person that you like. It's just like it's okay. It's enough for you to fill your day with happiness. Right. So I think those are just some instances or occurrences that I remember that I dealt with those popular love and slash first love.
0: Yeah, I think um, when you mentioned like the little articles about just like um, 10 signs that they like you, I remember um, there was this website. Uh, I forgot what website it was, but every time I searched up like, do they like me quiz, that website would come up. (laughs) I would take like every single quiz on that website that's like, do they like me? How do they feel about you? And it's like, Oh my God! They like me. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> those sort of thoughts was sometimes was you
1: weird. drink out it because you're always thinking about it. Right. And then sometimes you also like put it on your diary. like Dear diary, I I saw this like the, the person that I like, and then right. like he stares at me. I don't know if like he wanted to talk to me or something like that. <laughs> so those are some stuff. Right. That I can remember
0: as well. I think the most important like part of puppy love slash first love for me was just like that sort of feeling of just like absolute happiness every single day like I felt like everything that I was concentrating on was that person Um, not in a like obsessive way but sort of just like oh my god I like them so much that I have to think about them all the time and every little thing that they do is just absolutely mesmerizing like even if they burp I'll be like so cute (laughs) 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 And it was funny (laughs) for me. What was the sort of um, best part of puppy love that you can remember?
1: I think the best part of it is like knowing that you're actually you know you're feeling the happiness like you said the bliss and like the thrill of seeing that person you get to be inspired you mm-hmm. kind of learn how to like you know be the best version of yourself like you kind of like dress up you kind of like have a <laughs> perfume and stuff like that it's like something that actually train you and help you to actually have more confidence to yourself and right. putting your best foot forward that's one thing and for me also, like having the realization you're capable of that feeling, that you feel mm-hmm. that one, and then when you go back, you kind of laugh sometimes because like I didn't expect that I'm gonna do that, like I'm gonna leave <laughs> the corridor and like wanna see him or stuff like that. I see your crush. It's it's like it's a fun time. It's a right. fun memory to go back to. But um, at least that's the start of you knowing the version of love. Because as you right. grow older your vision and your perspective about love grows, like it, it became better. Right. You can see like different angles, but this is like the start, it's a stepping stone. it's learning the totality of love. So I think that's the highlight for me in this phase.
0: Absolutely. I I think every day that I knew I was gonna see this person, I was just like, oh my God, I have to look my best. <laughs> so, it, was, it was amazing, honestly. Um, I think for me though, it was very, very short-lived. I don't know if, yeah, so I see you can relate to that. It was so short-lived, like it would be just like at least two weeks to a month and I'll be like, okay, well, next person (laughs) to have this sort of feeling. with. that's how it was for me at least (laughs) yeah it's
1: like it's 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 something that that you get attracted to that person because of a certain characteristic or gesture or there are some times that like based on my friends that uh, my classmates before they get like have a crush or attacuation to that person because they're always together they're group mates they're doing a project Mm. and then you know something because being in school there's a lot of like activities organizations you know um, subjects and courses so you get to like lean towards a different like mm-hmm. interest or hobby or sometimes like you know this part also when you saw someone talking to that person you get like kind of like jealous or hurt or you get to be like distracted and stuff and there are times that might be the reason like oh he's talking to someone else and i don't have any it or any shot with it or anything but i'm just gonna go and just like move on right different many factors but it's short-lived yeah
0: yeah i definitely get that i definitely relate um especially to the talking to the other person it'll just be like any person that i'm like remotely like jealous of is just like oh my god i'll never have a chance (laughs) it's funny (laughs) i think a lot of the things are when we're talking about puppy love we're kind of just like um sort of talking or thinking about like that person on a pedestal like having like prioritizing um the sort of vision that you have of that person rather than like who that person actually is because I've had a lot of different like puppy love sort of crushes that are just like really like unjust when I think about it in the past because I've had crushes on multiple people and then there was just like the person that I thought was a complete like absolute horrible person afterwards and then looking back on that crush it was like wow, they are really not who I think thought they were, so it's kind of just like looking at one side or looking at what you want that person to be um, as far as puppy love goes. Do you ever have that sort of like, do you agree? I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah I certainly
1: do because, like, you know. Because this is the first phase of love that a, a person experiences, mm-hmm. and then because that also like relates to you know when you watch because during those teenager years you kind of watch movies, you see the happy ever after, you see these movies that there's this perfect dream guy, and right. then you kind of like apply it in your in your scenario in one way or another, and you always see the good in that the good mm-hmm. angle in that person, but then when you kind of like lower down and go to transition to a different phase of love then mm-hmm. you'll realize and see your eyes gets open about the things that oh this is not the only aspect that i should look into in terms of like a person there's more to that than just my right. physical looks being cool or being <laughs> unique, or that certain thing that you like for example oh my gosh because is like edward cullen and stuff <laughs> i don't remember that one like, over mm-hmm. my time because i was like so into like I, I, I don't know, like it's like, oh, Edward Cullen, like, all oh, of his hairs look like Edward <laughs> and Going back, I was like, oh, gosh, <laughs> like, why? <laughs> it's funny, but you it. but at least you learn that, like, there's more that looks than, like, you know, being, sometimes, like, the talk of the pound, being that cat or scar
0: and mm-hmm.
1: stuff like that. So, like, I agree with you. That's the reason why it's short-lived, because, um, it's just that you only see one side of it mm-hmm. and when you discover like the bad side or like the flaws or perfection it's just that like maybe i see oh maybe you kind of realize that maybe this is something that it's not really like mm-hmm. um, constant it goes out through time or maybe like it just faded off like right. the feelings fade because this is not like true 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 love it's just like infatuation so that's one thing like i also realized and it's like and it's 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 it feels love but in reality it's like an infatuation right that you learn from and then you learn from it well that's not important you learn something out of it before you transition exactly. into the next kind of love in your life
0: absolutely um definitely agree with all that i think um puppy love oftentimes because it is short-lived you don't normally get with the person but if you do establish that sort of relationship with the person and you both are infatuated with each other then it can sort of like be kind of sad because like you said you only see that one side of the person and you refuse to see all sides well not refuse but you don't acknowledge that there are other sides so when you do get into a relationship which is something that is Serious and you can get to see more of the person get to know more of the person open up to that person It's kind of just like wow You are not what I imagined actually and then it's kind of just like That sort of thrill or that sort of like excited feeling kind of just fades away and it's like Yeah, mm, I-, I guess I didn't really like you like you like that it was just kind of just like a short-lived infatuation yeah, pretty it much it's
1: like it's pre-teens or teens there's a lot of changes and then mm-hmm. growth in your in your life right. so you're you not the same person as you are on like when you're a teenager because you learn from life mm-hmm. you didn't realize things so that's also like the plot twist there you gotta like you get to evolve and transform to a different kind of person a different Characteristics, you know, with that improvement, you kind of like look things not just on that side, but you kind of like open your mind into different different possibilities. So that's also one thing. But there are like, you know, we're not crossing the possibility that there are instances like because we all write our own love story, and like <laughs> our stories are like movies, sometimes there's plot twists. It, it yeah. doesn't mean that first love never worked or popular love never worked. There are times that That person, their popular love is like the one they get married to at the end of the day, but it's not almost all the case. It's just like very rare, or they're like a portion percentage of
0: people.
1: Or maybe like they kind of like separate ways, and then for some reason, fate kind of like leave them back together 10 years or what, when they're like working or whatsoever, and that kind of like evolves into something.
0: Right. I love when that happens, honestly, it's so cute, <laughs> I think, um, yeah, it, I think it just depends on how sort of like adjustable or no adaptable I meant to say that person is, because if those, that feelings of puppy love sort of fades, then it's kind of just like, okay, now I have to adjust to seeing all sides and whether I really want to pursue this relationship because like my puppy love has faded and sort of my view has adjusted and yeah that's when it kind of leads to like people being married for years and met like in high school and then again married for years and just being adaptable and being like mature enough to see that sort of of right exactly exactly um so just to move on a little bit i think we can talk a little bit about loving someone from a distance because i think like, puppy love can also be um, loving someone from a distance yes, as well.
1: absolutely. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like, you know, that kind of thing is like when you like that person, but it's okay for you to see that person happy. Right. If, I think this is applicable in, like, teens, young adults, or until, like, the normal, like, you and you're adulting 101, because, like, loving someone from a distance is that, like, maybe you guys are friends and you just love that person but you know that that person doesn't love you the same amount of love or the same kind of love that the, the way you love him or her and it's kind of hard because sometimes you know you can't tell how you feel it's just mm-hmm. people like, people they're different people with different confidence or like levels of like how they express their love and that this is something it's like so probably like a secret admirer i think i remember <laughs> yeah. that's one, one form of loving someone from a distance you just admire or support that person probably let's say when you're like in school you like like this person that person is part of a play or mm-hmm. a concert and you're just gonna attend and like cheer support that person on that movie or uh, that presentation or sometimes it's also like You supporting and like being there for them, a shoulder to cry on, Mm -hmm. like a best friend being there. But just kind of like you know, sometimes it's hard because like you don't want to ruin the friendship. Yeah, best friend. So those are like that. Those are things that became more complicated as time goes by it might be applied on like the popular when you admire someone from a distance but this kind of love doesn't just um, focus on the popular it can be a different kinds of love and as you go on different kinds of love this loving someone from a distance become much more complicated yeah and
0: absolutely i think honestly that can be like a moment like I know that previously we talked about public love being like somewhere in the preteens and teens range but the reason why I think it's more in the teens slash adult range is because you become more mature and you become like more open to different again different types of love as you said and just like adjusting that sort of view that this person is a person with all sorts of personality traits and I want to know more about them but I just can't so I have to love them from a distance and it's kind of just like again maturing more into love and it it sucks <laughs> it sucks to say the least. Um, I think it, this can also happen with like like um, popular people as well maybe like if you're just like this shy kid and then there's this popular person where you really want, want to know them and you're just like really shy about it and you just don't know how to approach them so you're like oh
1: man yeah, so you, feel like, <laughs> you feel like oh I don't have any chance for this person or something yeah. like that or you're kind of like I don't. I am scared of being rejected, so I'm just gonna like stay here, stare at you, like admire from a distance. Yeah. But one thing I learned from that, and also one thing I learned from like is my friends. Because for me, the learning about love for me is like based from my experience, but at the same time, based from how like, I I I see it from my friends and my family, different kinds of love they they kind of talk about, they kind of show. So I was like thinking sometimes in life loving from someone from a distance but you will never know how that person feels for you if it or she feels the same way unless like you kind of like stood up there and like take a risk and say how you feel absolutely you're just gonna be end up with so much what ifs like maybe until a few years from now you're gonna say what if i really talk to
0: that yeah
1: (laughs) or like start a conversation i think starting a conversation being friends with that person if like you're just married from a distance is not bad or like trying to know that person more because at least you tried your best and you did something to actually like level up not just from a distance (laughs) but have a connection and like a relationship or network to that person which will in fact make you uh, much more aware of like how that person is from inside out hmm Like not just the physical features, but the attitude, the perspective in life, if it really matches you Or if there's really a spark as they say.
0: Yeah <laughs> It really is just about navigating if you do like open up and start a conversation with this person It's really just navigating of whether like this person is kind of like who you want really want to be with or if you they're just good friends and either way it can turn out good because if you are like end up being friends with them you can have like a best friend for life so you know (laughs) it's nice um i think also tying into like loving someone from a distance you can also just like imagine like somebody who is already in a relationship for example and being that um sort of space of like wow i can't can't try to pursue them because they're in a relationship, or they can't try to pursue me because they're in a relationship. And I feel like that also ties into just like unrequited love and how that can feel, which is horrible. <laughs> Honestly, the worst type of love in existence for me personally. Um, what sort of experiences do you have with unrequited love, if any?
1: Well, I don't have any like specific experiences of like unrequited love. Because like my, my, my love story with my husband is kind of like different. We started out as friends, so we're, that's the foundation, and that's also like what I think as um, a good foundation when you started as friends and then. But doesn't requited love, you know, um, it's one thing that people should be be cognizant about that yeah. love is not just like butterflies in the stomach, like a happy yeah. ending, or like happy happy all the time. You know, like you get thrilled, you get like really nervous sometimes, and stuff like that. There are versions of love that, unfortunately, you will feel in the in the journey of your life that's like this. It sucks. It's sad. But then you get, yeah, like you get hurt. You get, you know, you kind of like go into the face that you can't have that person because that person belongs to someone else, right? Something like that. So this unrequited love for me is something that will actually. Um, it's painful at, 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 if you if you view it, but it will actually make you better and braver. And it will mm-hmm. show you a different face of love that you should be aware of in your journey. Right. So, for example, you and also you will learn your boundaries and limits, like what you've said. Like when that person that you like is already committed to someone else. Mm-hmm. So, you love that person from a distance. And at the same time, you just actually support them or whatever you want. You wish them to be happy. I remember I was like um, making a, a, I think a poem or like a, like an article about this. And then they said that I saw, and also I saw this kind of like metaphor in, in this in social media in an article too, where it said like sometimes in life you met a person and then that per, you're, you're you guys are just like intersecting life. you mm-hmm. Inter- intersecting life. You're just like um, Destined to meet each other, learn something <laughs> from each other, but then separate ways. But at least you learn something from each other. Right. So I think this is like the sad part of like the person, because of course all of us wants to be loved and wants to give so much love to a person, but if, if there are instances that that person cannot like reciprocate the kind of love we're willing to give or not or doesn't doesn't even if they wanted to they can't because you can't really like dictate the feelings of a person right there's there so many factors with this one and like I get sad too like even if imagine you seeing these things in movies that's <laughs> happening and then now in real life seeing that person or like even feeling that thing it's sad but at the end of the day looking
0: at the silver lining
1: you learn something
0: from it and absolutely it stronger and braver. absolutely um a lot of the times I-, I love how you say you can get stronger and braver because i feel like a lot of the times it can be like oh this person's in a relationship where they have a crush on somebody else but there's also other times when you just don't feel like brave enough or want to start that sort of uh, action or motion but um then you kind of just be like okay I'm tired of feeling like this so I'm just gonna go ahead and do it I'm gonna be bold and that's the greatest part about it or you can say okay well I know that last time I didn't approach that person and that was really painful for me so next time I can try my best to be braver or have more courage and you know ask that person out if you want to do that or tell them that you like them you know all that sort of things and um, There are very, very different types of um, unrequired love that you can just see like Throughout your sort of lifetime, um, there is just an unrequited love that's just like longing for physical touch. If you want to cuddle with somebody, because I know there's no mo- moments that I'm like, nay, I'm dang, I wanna, I wanna cuddle with somebody so bad. <laughs> or there's just like the one-sided contact or unrealistic perfect views, you know, which can also lead into uh, puppy love. Um, and there's also just the mutual attraction between people or they're in other relationships which i feel like is a very complicated situation because if you have a crush on somebody in their relationship and you're in a relationship it's kind of like ugh, this is complicated and it can also lead to a lot of drama and you know that's also where it leads to the unrequited love um and just the desire for an ex after a relationship ends which is also a horrible situation which it, it do- isn't bad to miss your ex but continually going back to your ex or seeing your ex move on can be very damaging mentally so yeah
1: yeah or sometimes like you're the one who can not reciprocate the love the yeah love that person is, like feeling for you like you view that person just as a friend or as a best friend which also happens to me before like I yeah. view that person as like a friend but that person like feels a different way like wanted mm-hmm. to have- like a relationship or like a couple but you can't you, you can't because you can't really like dictate your heart like that feeling is like something that comes out like naturally for you you feel that one and that's also a difficult and a tough time because you don't you don't want to destroy the friendship you just wanted to maintain it so it's really good like for me i'm 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 fortunate that, that when that happens um we still stay friends even right. if like and reciprocate the kind of love that he's capable of giving because we started as friends so we know that through the years like we've been friends it's 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 good that we get to be friends still because right. you don't want to lose uh, someone like important to you as a friend when like things didn't work out or something, right. or something that's a different kind of like.
0: <laughs> yeah I have definitely been in those situations before and it's the like such an unfortunate feeling because either you are just like guilty about it because you've experienced unrequited love and just like dang I'm really putting this person in this position or like you wish that you could return feelings but you just can't or in some cases when friendships are destroyed because romantic villains are involved and not reciprocated it it can be very painful but um overall again you can learn from it or try to grow from it as we're forever blooming.
1: It, yeah, I think they
0: call it friend zone. At yeah. Sometimes. Like, <laughs> it's been friend zone. Yeah. yeah. And that's, it's awful, but <laughs> like, it's not like you can do anything about it. Like everybody talks about the friend zone as if it's just like this really, really horrible thing because of course it is painful, but you can't really force somebody into a relationship. So like, If you try to pursue a relationship and the other person doesn't feel the same, then that's just gonna hurt worse. So, I mean, yeah,
1: I always remember my mother telling me, like, you know, in relationships, Nicole, it takes two to tangle, it just isn't like you like dancing on like the -hmm. the ballroom or something, it's like takes two, it's like you see, it's a give and receive, not just like give, 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 right. have to make sure that you got one hundred percent of your love, and that person also loves you, so that it will work. Because it will exhaust you, and it'll like you, if you give everything, and that person doesn't give anything, or give half-hearted, then that's gonna like spur into different kinds of problems and issues, and it will not work out.
0: Absolutely, and it's just definitely more painful for you in the in the long run. So. If you feel like the person isn't 100% into you or willing to, I guess, have well have an interest in you, first of all, then you should definitely try not to pursue that relationship because, again, that's just painful. We do not want a relationship where it isn't mutual, it isn't equal. Um, But, as we are talking about all of these just unfortunate type of loves, of course we have to cover healthy love, mature love, the best kind of love in my opinion. (laughs) So um, I know that you said you were talking about your husband, so what is that sort of, how do you see healthy love within your own relationship? Yeah, like
1: for me, the healthy and mature love, it's, it's, it's a different kind of love that really breaks out the best in you and makes you also learn as time goes by. But mm-hmm. like one thing I realized, and actually this is a popular quote which is like, falling in love is easy but staying in love is not
0: right. you
1: know, when you get when you actually because you know from the faces that we had like for example my husband we get friends boyfriend girlfriend then become like engaged and then like get married but those different faces our love for each other gets stronger and better but at the same time discovering the things the attitude the characteristics of, of each other makes us realize that this love, is a mature love because you accept all the imperfections, the flaws, the good side and the bad side. You understand each other. You kind of like try to change yourself for the better. Mm-hmm. And you actually walk towards journeying about being the better version of yourself because of each other. So that's one thing. And also, like as time goes by, you realize that Every day, it's like choosing to love that person over mm-hmm. and over right. again, no matter what. In the healthy and mature love, it's not just like the bed of roses, you are sometimes in the bed of nails because there's challenges towards it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, you know, like tough times, problems, that problems can spread into like different kinds of problems. There's gonna be like arguments and there's gonna be like you know conflicts. There are some perspectives where you don't agree. Um, you know, arguments and fights can go to small and big fights. You talk, mm-hmm. you, you argue about small things like what well, will you cook today, <laughs> and then there are some arguments that kind of build up as time goes by. Mm-hmm. But out of all of that, one thing I learned, and also like I take the advice of my mother saying like. When you're in a conflict or in a problem it should be you my husband's name ricky you and ricky versus the problem Mm
0: -hmm. it's not
1: you versus ricky so when you have a problem you guys have to work together to fix that problem and then she'll she also said to me like you know at every single day when you wake up you always have to like um look at that person and find so many reasons why you still love that person and always work things out Never give up. So that's that's for me. I know I talk a lot because it's just something <laughs> I'm so happy about. It's because you know it's all worth it. The waiting of like finding this healthy and mature love mm-hmm. to the years. It's all worth it when you find it, and you always like want to make sure that you nourished it. It's like a plant. Yeah. to see that you plant it. You have to like really like water it, love it. You know. Words of affirmation also help. It's not just this. This is what you call like when, when you have this kind of love, you explore different kinds of love. languages, you just don't settle for one. You also make sure you nurture it because it's it's gonna be everlasting if you you each other both of you nurture it. Mm -hmm. That's that's the thing. (laughs) So (laughs) happy.
0: I love the I love your view on it honestly I think a lot of the time um, when we do experience this type of love which is often in your adult years and onwards but can be before but um, when we do experience this type of love it's kind of just like, again as you said each day you're trying to work through every single thing that you can together Um, you can definitely not have a healthy relationship if one person is doing the work and the other person is just like nah so (laughs) yeah um, I love that and I think there's also just like an aspect of like um, also just acknowledging that you two are your own person but also just coming together to make something more beautiful and more loving and more trustworthy is amazing um, so yeah so that's
1: one thing too yeah that there are times that when you're in like for example us in our marriage we actually we're cognizant about the fact that we grow apart in terms of like if we were for example dealing with the things that we're passionate about our hobbies or careers or work we can grow individually but we can also grow together mm-hmm. so we always also have the time for ourselves and also like give space to each other mm-hmm. and like support them in whatever whatever like field he wants. If he wants like playing video games or doing stocks or stuff like that, then you support him and also allow him to enter in your world as well, like, yeah. you know, explore right. each other's world. So I tried, though no, I stopped playing video games, <laughs> uh, I tried because like I wanted to bond with him and also like, you know, Trying to know the things that he likes, and he also kind of like eventually uh, wanted to know more about my podcasting or about like my, my my passion about intellectual property. It's like also learning and tolerating each other, adjusting towards each other. When you kind of have that kind of like routine or momentum, I think it will work out. But it's not a straight line, very easy. Yeah, there's also some like rocky roads and it's like ups and downs. You should be ready to face Mm -hmm. and be strong to actually um, face that one and never give up I think that's it if you you want this kind of love really and you're really sure that this is it just like never give up and like give your best give your 100% in terms of this kind of love
0: absolutely I always admire when people are in like uh, marriages that have lasted for like 40 years plus because it's just like Man, that's a lot of hard work and dedication, and I love that. <laughs> I think that's also another uh, aspect of love, is just, like, realizing really how, sort of, mature you are and when it, car- when it comes to, like, facing difficulties, or when it comes to just, like, um, knowing that there are going to be hardships, but you can recover from these hardships, and you can even grow stronger in your relationship, which is... Also, a lot of reasons why people don't think teens can fall in love because a lot of people think that teens are just like in the phase and because their brains are undeveloped or they're just like in this set of puppy love. But it can occur in teens, but it just depends on their level of maturity. But even if you are, aren't a teen, it really just depends on how ready you are to face these battles or if you even want a serious relationship. So. Yeah, um, a lot of uh, the sort of characteristics as well, um, going a little bit in depth about healthy relationships is just like, um, or if you aren't in a healthy relationship, I should say, you should know that there is just like a lack of self happiness before happiness together like we talked about being um, separate but coming together stronger and just like lack of compromise, lack of trust, poor communication, overly attached feelings, Um, codependency is a very very real problem that a lot of people have in this day and age and just thinking of unrealistic versions of love just like oh my god love at first sight or oh my god I'm gonna love this person forever and it's gonna be happy ever after and there's gonna be no issues you know. That's, those are the sort of signs that you can sort of experience um, when you are in a toxic relationship. Um, but yeah, as as we are diving a little bit into toxic relationships and just unhealthy relationships, it's important to know how to cope with heartbreak. Um, because if you are in a toxic relationship, then I, I won't say inevitably it, in, it will end in heartbreak, but there is a high chance that it will. Um, so as far as just like getting over heartbreak, what has your sort of process been? I Actually, no. Isn't your husband um, the first boyfriend you had or no? Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. my, my first um, boyfriend and my last
0: boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Both
1: of us, actually. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm his uh, first girlfriend and then like... Yeah, so it's, it's funny, but then it's just, you know, heartbreaks, even if like you feel it in different in different range, or in mm-hmm. different scenarios in your life, um, there's different kinds of heartbreaks, there's uh, different kinds of gravity in terms or like severity of heartbreaks, but heartbreaks is a universal experience that all mm-hmm. of us. Um, experience that I have gone through in in the uh, different phases of our lives sometimes heartbreak is not only towards significant others it's also losing someone you love maybe a family or something else but because most people associate heartbreak is like failed relationship and stuff like that but but if you talk about that um one thing I learned about like heartbreaks is it's there's no way around it You can't avoid it yeah (laughs) and there's no like a 24 7 recovery of it -hmm. it takes time and the recovery depends on the kind of person so if the person move on let's say for a year or so it doesn't mean that you actually move on that same time frame Mm -hmm. it can be shorter it can be longer so it depends really on the person and there are a lot of factors that contributes to that heartbreak or to that feeling. But one thing you have to realize is that your experience, your emotion is valid. In the popular saying, they say it's okay not to be okay. It's yeah. okay to to feel that feeling and like realize that I am feeling this. You have to be open that this feeling is what I'm feeling right now. But like uh, I remember, you also said this one on one on during the podcast when we when I interviewed you. There's always rainbow after rain. Yeah. Like that. So that's also that's one thing you always look at the silver light uh, that there's always that things are getting better. Mm-hmm. You experience it, but you learn something out of it. So I think that's 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 one thing I learned about heartbreaks. There's just like you can't really avoid it. You get hurt. Um, One popular quote that I think I can remember about heartbreak is like one movie, it's like that's the thing about like pain, it demands to be felt. I think it's the whole album yeah. Mm -hmm. so like I think when you feel the pain or the heartbreak that means you really love truly, you love and you felt, you actually give your commitment your dedication to that kind of relationship. So. Yeah, pretty much those are like
0: my concepts or ideas about heartbreak. I think you said that absolutely perfectly Um, and I love that you said it's really dependent on the person because there's some people that are just like really stoic about it like they act as if everything is okay or they completely shut off all their emotions or they again go through that sort of process of um, dealing with heartbreak like Denial, crying, anger, confusion, acceptance, all of that. So it's really just dependent on who you are and how you cope with things. Um, but most of all, as you said, it's important to acknowledge that there is pain there and that you can work through it. And um, <clears throat> even if you delay it, there's still going to be pain there. You're going to have to deal with it eventually. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it
1: actually depends. Cause- doesn't mean that you're in a healthy mature relationship you don't get hurt sometimes you also get hurt maybe like in an argument it's like little heartbreak, it's like mini heartbreaks yeah. so like sometimes you get hurt maybe because of like the things that's that that significant person said but you work it out so does it mean that you know there are different kinds of heartbreaks, like what I said, gravity of heartbreaks? But you always actually do look after yourself too, like take care of your heart. There are some sometimes that people when they kind of experience heartbreak, they kind of like build a wall mm-hmm. and then they don't wanna trust again and they don't wanna fall in love again. It it really takes time because you know being hurt is really hard. But I think one thing that. That people should actually realize and learn is that everyone goes through it, and do not stop yourself from loving again, because love is a wonderful feeling. So do not deprive yourself of giving a chance, because everyone deserves to be happy. Everyone deserves Mm -hmm. to be loved. So don't put a wall in your heart. Try to open up and love again, and explore love, because like you have time, and you deserve to be loved. You deserve to be happy
0: for sure. Absolutely. That was so inspiring. (laughs) I love that. Um, I think on the opposite hand of that, um, there are people who just like, get really really consumed by emotion which is I think it's a natural response honestly. You can definitely get overly consumed but I do think that there is a sort of balance between like completely shutting off your emotions and also just feeling it like completely and letting it take over everything including your daily routine. So really just trying to find a balance like you can cry on some days but don't. Or try not to cry every day for continuously and let it interfere with your routine. So there is that sort of balance you have to sort of um, find for yourself. Um, I think we can also just talk a little bit about like the sort of coping strategies when it comes to heart um, heartache and heartbreak. Um, so for me personally, I know that uh, when I actually went through those stages of heartbreak. Um, It was very, very, very valuable for me to just rely on my friends about it and try and talk to them about it. Make sure, again, I'm not closing off but openly communicating about my feelings and also just finding ways to treat myself and making sure that I am taking care of myself in the process so I don't forget that just because I'm going through heartbreak doesn't mean that I can't take care of myself, doesn't mean that I can't get through it. So, And that can be through just like maybe wearing a a really cool outfit one day or giving yourself a makeover or really diving into your hobbies watching Netflix and cry while eating ice cream that's me every all the time <laughs> because it's really nice to just oh, <laughs> you know eat the ice cream makes me
1: feel better yeah yeah
0: right <laughs> uh, what sort of advice do you have about getting over heartbreak?
1: well like one there's a lot of advices that you can like give someone who's like having, uh, who experienced heartbreak, who or who is experiencing heartbreak. But one thing that they should put in mind is like give yourself permission to cry and to feel mm-hmm. that feeling. Uh, accept that feeling. Feel that one. Um, the best thing you can do to yourself is also like to allow yourself to feel that one, so you know that the feeling is real. Mm-hmm. And also like do not do not like deny it or do not like cover it if you're not if you if you want to cry cry but not cry for like years or weeks or months you should just cry it your heart out express it in a medium like if i'm if i'm if i'm upset there's like i'm journaling like writing my feelings Mm -hmm. out or sometimes i'm singing my heart out in karaoke or at home as long as i'm not a nuisance to my neighbors i'm singing Yeah. yeah or something like um writing drawing if you want to eat food like what you said like then if you want to like pamper yourself and be feel better do it but also second thing is you take care of yourself Mm -hmm. because sometimes when when a person is in in the midst of like heartbreak or their conflicts or arguments they kind of like forget taking care of themselves they always like think about that person Mm-hmm. Or sometimes they question themselves like what I did wrong or like what's wrong with me? What's missing? It's so, like don't do that because it, it leads you not just mentally emotionally mm-hmm. Psychologically, it's actually will like exhaust you mm-hmm. So always make sure that you actually put yourself first take care of yourself Because this is the moment where it, you actually need to actually love yourself more.
0: Absolutely
1: and also you have to actually think that this is not the end of it. If this is less just like a new, a closing chapter in your life. But you have to look forward in like how you write your next story and your next chapter of your life. Make it more exciting, make it more like wonderful or fabulous. It kind of like instead of it being like some a distraction to you, make it as a motivation. That mm-hmm. like, okay, this chapter ends but this new one will be much greater. I learned my lessons. If, if you're like capable enough that sometimes it hurts, right? Like it hurts on the first phases, and you can't, mm-hmm. then you don't wanna go back. But if you're like ready enough, you should like go back and look, okay, what happened? Why didn't it work out? And then now, when you're actually ready to mingle, you know, date or find another kind of, or find another relationship, you know already moving forward, the points to ponder and the improvements we have to do. So that's an important, you always get out, when you get out of it, you're a much better version of yourself that you're ready to kind of like have that kind of love that you really truly deserve.
0: Absolutely. And then
1: the last thing that I would like to like advise is do not, do not enter into a rebound relationship (laughs) just (laughs) to (laughs) forget. most of the most like even in movies most people like okay i want to forget i want to like yeah play. i want to show that other person that i i move on easily that it's his law lo- it's his or her loss or whatever do not because that will actually damage the, not the not just you but the other person because you don't want to feel the same way that the person like felt because
0: okay. like,
1: you don't love that person 100 percent and you're also viewing that person as your ex right yeah or you're just missing that person so it becomes more chaotic because you're actually hurting someone else you're hurting and you're also hurting someone else in the most of the time it will not work out as well because you're not yet ready to give yourself completely because you're still sti- tied up with that past relationship so it will create more problems in the future so Get into the relationship, a new relationship, Try do dating when you're ready and when you're 100% okay. When you're willing to give yourself um, to that person 100% and you're not hurt, you don't have anger, you don't have like, you know, hard feelings so that you can like give yourself fully right. and that, that, that will work. So that's <laughs> that's just like my reminder <laughs> and advice. I
0: I love that. Honestly, cannot agree more with everything that was said. Um, I love that. I know that this was way before, like the, in the beginning, but I also love that you're just like, as long as it doesn't disturb my uh, neighbors, that will take my heart out. <laughs> I love that.
1: Yeah, I- <laughs> Yeah, it's not true how sad I like sing. And music, like what I've told you before, like music kind of like transform my feelings to, to like something when I'm sad, when I'm happy. Like it gives me more happiness and joy to like sing, listen to music. And it's okay sometimes, you know, to be emotional when you listen to like heartbreak songs mm-hmm. from Adele or from Taylor <laughs> or from whoever you like. So you just wanted to listen to it and one day just fill your heart out and sing. Do it. Do what makes you feel better. <laughs> but after that, you gotta stand up, fix yourself, and you know, go move on because you deserve to be happy and you deserve the love that you you deserve to have. So. In one do not do not one failed relationship or a failed relationship define who you are mm-hmm. just stand up and like move forward and hey be the best person yourself you want to like cut your hair and <laughs> be, like, do makeover do it most people do that or if you want to go on different hobbies try something like cooking you know martial arts or whatsoever do it be be busy but also take care of yourself do not like because some people wanted to divert themselves and do a lot of activities so that they can't think about it. Mm-hmm. But you, ha- you just have to explore new things, but also don't forget to actually take care and love yourself. Absolutely. Because that's really like, one of like the core foundation, how to be better and how to actually live a peaceful life and to actually like move forward loving, not just yourself, not just other people. Because if you don't love yourself, how can you love other people? You should first love yourself. Because sometimes, like, what that's what happens, we keep on giving so much love to other people, mm-hmm. and we forgot loving ourselves. And at the end of the day, we kind of like question we c- we consume so much, we give so much, but we don't receive any. So, try to just like love yourself that's what they know self love, self care, <laughs> love yourself,
0: absolutely. And that definitely just leads into just prioritizing yourself after heartbreak as you said we need to love ourselves empower ourselves and just yes just I am that person I am the realest person I am amazing and I know that I just came out from a heartbreak or and it was awful but I can move on I got this and really just remember how much you are worth because I think with me personally i have had a lot of heartbreaks to which i was just like absolutely in shambles thinking that i was a horrible person that i could have did more like i made like made the relationship suck and i was not worth another relationship i wasn't worthy of love but i know how easy it is to fall into that mindset but Trying to give yourself some room to breathe as I always say and always trying to acknowledge that um, you are more than this relationship you have uh, more capabilities to provide more love to other people and you can provide more love to other people and you are worthy of love and You shouldn't be mad at yourself over this heartbreak and as she said before you can definitely begin again Um, Love isn't a one-time thing you have plenty of other people in this world who are just waiting for you and looking out for you. Like, hmm, I cannot wait to find my next soulmate. Yeah. You know,
1: <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, be open. Yeah, and like, yeah, and that's like what I've said and what I've realized that you don't have to wait for the perfect moment. You just have to have and make that moment perfect. Right. So you should open your eyes that maybe sometimes you're just looking at a far direction and the person that's right for you is just around the corner, waiting for you to be, waiting for that person to notice you or something like that. So you know we don't know. Sometimes we find love in an u- unexpected place right. an unexpected moment. So just be open and yeah. I think that's it. Just like when you're actually confident, and when you're happy, or when you like have peace of mind. I think also one thing is like most people when there's heartbreak, they wanted to seek closure to the other party. But I think sometimes there's there's instances where the closure you can just find it within yourself.
0: Right. Exactly
1: like you can cut communication to that person if it's like seeing that person or anything that is connected to that person hurts you it's okay to navigate away and to like distance yourself to those things that reminds you of that person so you can fully move on it depends on your coping strategy coping mechanism or ways of moving on whatever whatever that is applicable to you that works for you you should do it if you wanted to like cut really communications. Even like the stuffed toys, the teddy bears. <laughs> <or> the <Six-Pix. laughs> so if you want to like put it on a box, donate it, donate it, or like put it in the box and keep it, then so mm-hmm. that you can see it and do it. Absolutely. So you
0: can forget that person. Or if you want to, if you do want to pursue a friendship with that person, be sure to give yourself yeah. some time or some space because I know it can be difficult to just like get out of a relationship and then immediately the next day and be like, hey friend, because that's, that's very hard to do. (laughs) So Yeah, yeah. (laughs) give yourself some space, focus on yourself, focus on any future projects you have, any passions you have. Like I said, throw yourself into your interests or throw yourself into your work, not on an unhealthy level of course, but yeah, focus on you and try and, um, grow in the most valuable way as possible so you are ready for the next relationship
1: it's yeah. funny like uh, when you're talking about that i kind of remember like um there's song of Duo called new rules about yeah like, pick <laughs> up the phone and something like that so if like you can explore music that gives advices about doing heartbreak then you, you can do it too like it really depends on the person right so whatever that works for you and like yeah but there are times sometimes the heart breaks, even if it's it's painful, they chose to remain friends because maybe they've mm-hmm. been friends for a long time. So but do not rush yourself if you're not yet ready. Like have a communication with that person if you're fully ready already and if you're moved on. But if not, give yourself time. Do not like pressure yourself.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, always everything takes time.
0: Absolutely. Time heals all wounds, as they, as they oh, yeah, say.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, So I think with that being said, um, if everything does get too hard for you to handle, because I know that heartbreaks, especially if you were like in a 10-year relationship and you broke up, it can be very, very hard to deal with. So if you are struggling severely, do be sure to get help outside of that, whether that is from family, friends, or a therapist. <laughs> a support group yeah um yeah so just take care of yourself and it it will get better with time even if it doesn't feel like it sometimes so yeah uh anything you want to say before we close out this episode
1: i think yeah just for for all those people out there experiencing heartbreaks or pains or like you know like kind of lose hope about love always remember that um, there's still hope. It's just that as you, as long as you navigate around living and j- journeying life, you'll find that the one for you. You'll find that, that right person for you. It doesn't mean that you don't have it now, you will never have it. Right. Just continue hoping and searching. And like, yeah, you write your own love story. You make the most of it. That doesn't mean that the first relationship, second relationship doesn't work, the third will, will not work. It. You know, you just have to actually just love again and fall in love again, not be scared to love again, because it's a wonderful feeling.
0: Absolutely man i love that we ended on a positive note <laughs> sometimes we don't get to do that on these episodes so it's nice <laughs> but yeah um just to close out this episode thank you all for listening of course thank you Aubrey for coming on this podcast it was amazing <laughs> um just to close out as i said our website is uh, bloompodwixsitecom slash our org you can find us on instagram twitter and facebook all at forever blooming org or on twitter at foreverbloom.org and you can also find Aubrey on
1: yeah, you can find Life talks with Aubrey Nicole on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. And then the, the link there, on the link to you can have like more than 10 platforms you can listen to the different episodes, where also Jordan has an episode with me on self-confidence and self-growth, which you can check out. Then if you have any questions or you want any advices, just feel free to message me and I'll answer it as soon as I can.
0: Absolutely, and we will be sure to definitely have all that in the link in the description If you guys don't want to look that up, (laughs) up. (laughs) yeah, Yeah, so the research and transcript for this episode is on our website in our extra section. Our podcast guest form, if you want to be on a podcast like Aubrey here, is also in our episode section. Um, And you can also fill out our audience spotlight form if you want to have any advice featured on our episode. Management at foreverbloompod.org is our email. If you want to email to us, uh, let us know your thoughts, opinions, and questions and or how we can improve the podcast because we love hearing from you Uh, be sure to check out fborg.card.co and that is card with two r's um, for all of our easy accessible links make sure to like comment subscribe rate us on spotify and share with your friends if you enjoy this episode and lastly have a great day afternoon or night whenever you're listening to this thanks for tuning in